If you want to support this podcast and get a full ad-free episode, sign up to Headstuff Plus. Breaking news. The improvised news show hosted by me and Mark Canton is back on Friday, June 16th in the Pierce Centre on Pierce Street. It is a fantastic night of live improv featuring some of your favourite performers from this show. It's a BYOB event and tickets are available now from Eventbrite. Follow me at Phoning In Show on Instagram for more details. Thanks. I'm going to move on to another call now. Uh, my next caller, Bill, is an archaeologist who thinks he's discovered a magical artifact. Um, Bill, where are you? I'm in uh, the deepest recesses of Meath. Meath, okay. And wh- what is this magic artifact you've discovered? Well, I mean, a, a discovery like this comes once in a lifetime. Wow. Um, uh, we were digging really recreationally. Right. Um, I was actually, it was a Saturday. I was yeah. actually off work. Yeah. And oh, uh, separate from your archaeology work. You were just, that's what just, I mean, yeah. Just dig. Do a lot of archaeologists do that just for the crack? Just um, have a bit of a dig? You're, you'd, you'd never not bring a shovel. Wherever you go. Yeah, wherever you'd bring yeah. Wherever you'd go, you'd bring yourself, you'd bring a little shovel. With yeah. you. Um, so I was there with my wife. We were having an argument. And um, I tend to dig when I get stressed. Okay. And sure enough, I, I, I heard the uh, inimitable thonk of metal. And uh, That must be, that must be a, like the... The sweet sound for for an archaeologist like you, yourself when you hear that thunk, you know you're you're onto something. Yeah, good. I mean it's it's a sort of Pavlovian effect on any archaeologist. Um, you get fully aroused. Yeah. Whenever you hear metal on metal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is why I, I never visit a factory. Oh God, no! That'd be that'd be messy. No, and uh, I believe I found um, a very 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 old car. Right. Dating okay. back to the early eighties, I'd say. The early eighties. Yes. Okay. Nineteen eighties. Um, have you have you uncovered Chaz and Dave, uh, space hoppers, Chaz... that sort of thing? Oh yeah, that era. Yes. Yes. Sorry, I'm I just thought... trying to familiarise you with the, with the time zone. The eighties. Yes. Yeah. I I do remember. Before your time, I imagine. Uh, Dave. No, no. I, I'm a child of the eighties. Uh, not a not a Chaz and Dave fan. Uh, nothing against them. Just yeah. just not familiar with their work. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, have you uncovered the rest of the car now? Like, Well, you... we're down to the bonnet. Okay. Uh, but unfortunately, um, we also found plans for uh, a road um, that was been planned to go directly through the car. So those bloody tree huggers down at the planning office uh, have sort of uh, tied themselves to the car. Right. So that we cannot excavate anymore. Okay. So Billers they... And such. They got word of the of the car, the discovery of the car. Yes. Uh, while you were well, digging they, it out. They got word of the discovery of the road. Uh, uh, the fact that the road was going to be built. There was a planned road that they yes. forgot about. Oh, yeah. it was forgotten about. It was a forgotten plan for a road. Oh, okay. And then... Oh. It was a Navin bypass. Right. It was actually a bypass to the bypass. Yes. So, which so, would mean a complete circle around Navin. <laughs> yeah. So, so when you discovered the plans, they got wind of that and said, we got to make sure that this doesn't start yeah, up well, again. I mean... I said, let's bury the plants. Let's pretend we didn't find them. Okay. But of course, uh, some of the younger folk uh, leaked it. Right. Okay. To the press. The younger folk being? Well, you know, some of the younger diggers we have. Oh, you have other people that help you? I've got young lads. Young lads. And slaves. Okay. Well, I mean, you can't call them slaves nowadays. Interns, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I want to bring on uh, a rival archaeologist, Dan Kelly, who says that you stole his research, uh, that he's been looking for this car for a long time. 
Hello, Dave. Thank you very much for, for having me on your programme. Yes, I am a, a historical uh, automobile archaeologist. Right. And for years I have been searching for this particular car. Um, it is a Volkswagen Beetle. Uh, oh. So when, when um, your other caller there, I, I, I won't give him the dignity of remembering his name. Um, uh, Bill. Whatever his name is. Bill. Uh, whenever he found the particular car and the thunk was actually the hollow um, boot of the car, which is, as we all know, is in the front of a Volkswagen yes. uh, Beetle. But it's, it's fabled um, to have driven around the, the hills of Meath um, for a number of decades before the 80s uh, and the 90s. And obviously it, it uh, met an untimely end uh, when it sank down. But we always thought it was, it was stuff of legend. It was lost um, forever. Lost forever, exactly. Yeah. And well, well, what made this Beetle so special, though? Because there was lots of Beetles in the 80s. There was. There yeah. was. Um, this particular Beetle... Um, <laughs> It wasn't able to like <laughs> communicate with people or anything, was it? It was actually yes. You know, you're right. Um, this particular beetle was was capable of abstract thought. Oh my god! Um, so so the, I don't know if you've ever seen the the the, the film, the, the Herbie cinema series. film, yeah. Herbie. Yeah. Indeed, yeah. Um, that this car was actually the the basis for that particular I film. I never realized. And indeed, the, the the reboot of the film Herbie, fully loaded, starring yes. Lindsay Lohan yes. in two thousand and seven. Um, so this car, um is capable of abstract thought it is still um, functioning which unfortunately means it has been down there oh my god um, living in quite a torturous existence yeah. under the ground uh, and we we don't like the idea of the construction of the road um, so we're, I don't know the, the lesser of the two evils would be really to leave the car down there um, in, in that kind of existence uh, rather than bring it back up again I mean that seems cruel Dan this, 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 this car is alive you're just going to leave it buried there? Well, it's about, well, look, we need to balance a few different things, right? There's sure. rights and responsibilities here. Of course, the car has a right um, to live, to breathe, to be above ground. Yeah. But it also has the responsibility of upholding um, the, the county's historical architecture and heritage. And yeah. I, I, think, I think really on the balance of things, the car has to stay there. And what do you think, Bill, uh, now that you know that it, the car is sentient? Or, or did you realise that already? Well, I got a vibe. But, I mean, this is just more propaganda from the Herbie Society, um, which I can only describe as a cult. Oh, uh, Dan, they, Dan they, is a member of this Dan cult? Dan calls himself an archaeologist. He's really a cult leader. Okay. Uh, they meet on the Hill of Tara um, on the 2nd of June every year, and they sort of don the sort of makeshift tinfoil, uh, what can I describe, the sort of mini cars on their heads. <laughs> And they drive around and pull handbrakes into each other and play with each other's bonnets. They drive in actual cars? or No, just no, no. They dress, the, up the cars, they dress up as cars. Can like I interrupt a... you, David? That, yeah, of course. Is, that is an absolute lie. What we do every year on the Hill of Tara is actually it's a car boot sale where we sell different things like shovels and brushes and, and cover other, story other, cover story Dave other, other, other do you wear tinfoil hats in the shape of cars well we do but that's, that's a fashion accessory Dave that's something that everybody wears nowadays yeah, uh, whether weird. you're male female old or young so I, I don't I don't accept the, the accusation that this is a cult I am a bona fide if you'll excuse the pun archaeologist and I got my degree from the University of Kilkenny in 1979 what was the first thing you ever dug up the body of my mother <laughs> Was that was that related to your archaeology work? Or? She was a very old woman. Right, right, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> well, I hope she was further than old. I hope she was dead. <laughs> Did you bury her alive and then dig her up again? She was dead at some point. 
in the yeah. process. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Uh, I want to bring on Alex. Uh, Alex, you are one of the, I, I'm going to say followers, I suppose, of this organization. We won't say slash cult. Slash cult. Um, what do you think should happen with the car? Well, thanks first off for having me on. We're a big fan of your show here at the house. We've oh. tuned in weekly, so Thank it's you. a bit of an honour to be on board here talking That's to yourself. That's great to have but you, Alex. Look at, I think, the things Bill are saying are ludicrous. That, you know, what we do on the Hill of Tara is anything but a wonderful meeting of people. Now, look at, my son did come home honking and, you know, started to become sort of a car himself but I think that's just you know getting involved in the society Are you not worried about that kind of negative influence on your son? I think there's worse negative influences out there I think bringing him up to the tower there's a bit of fresh air involved as well that it's just a great thing to see you know Yeah I, I, but we've got a car that's acting like a human and now we're, we're going to have humans acting like cars where does it end you know? Do they have to have different bathrooms? <laughs> It's a good point. How many bathrooms are we having? I think that's a facetious question, Bill. I think that's really ridiculous that you'd even suggest that. Well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Everybody knows that cars go to the toilet in garages and humans go to the toilet in regular toilets. There's not going to be any change. What about a boy who honks around the place thinking he's a car? Where's he going to go to the jacks? He'll go in the garage where there is also a toilet. Yes. Drinking oil is not, you know, dangerous in any way. Not at all. Oof. Not at all. Well, what kind of t- oil are we talking about? Well, I had a boiling hot cup of peanut oil this morning for my breakfast. Well, I well, have... that's a different type of oil No, now. WD-40 on my cornflakes is the only way to start exactly. my day. Exactly, WD-40? Yeah. yeah. I had to click in my jaw uh, before I started taking WD-40 Were on Were you taking a right turn? Excuse me? Were you taking a right turn? Like, was it a click? Uh, I'm not here. If Bill's not going to... He's not going to take this seriously, then neither am I, unfortunately. (laughs) You're making a a joke and a laugh yourself, Bill. Um, I have to admit, I'm having great crack. (laughs) Alex, uh... What, what do you want to see happen with the car? Do you think it should be taken out? or? Well, I think there's a bigger problem here is that the car is unfortunately, thanks to Mead County Council, due a massive fine because it's been parked there oh for over, you know, 30 years at this Jesus, stage. that's going to And I up. think doing that is really going to result in a huge fine to a family that may not be able to afford it. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking well, a tenner a day, really. Yeah, and like, with that money, though, what the council could do, I mean, they could build a bunch of bypasses with all the money. But who's who owns the car? We haven't discussed that. Well, I think the last legal owner of the fictitious version of this car is Lindsay Lohan. Right. And she has the cash. Okay. So if anything, I think... So by rights... If you're going to milk a cow, you might as well milk the biggest cow. <laughs> that's Lindsay Lohan. But I, yeah. I think it's completely unrealistic to expect a family to come up. Because the, the, the fine, David, would be in the billions. And I don't know any the, family um, that can afford the interest. Because yeah. exactly because yeah. the interest and, and, and all that kind of stuff. I think it's absolutely ludicrous to expect that. But also the car, let's remember, was property. It wasn't actually. Um, it, 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 it's, it's, it's different. The law is different now than it was in the eighties. Okay, why? <laughs> I, think you I could, feel like you. You could own expected. a sentient car there. <laughs> I feel like you weren't expecting expecting any questioning on that statement whatsoever. No. At, at, you know, in the eighties, it was seen to be a bit of a character that yeah. a car could yeah. speak and have, you know, Absolutely. its own human thoughts. That's it. Whereas now, it would be put into a museum. It wouldn't be allowed to be free. It'd be like an animal in a zoo. Yeah. it'd be yeah. held in captivity. Things yeah. were there was health and safety as well uh, of of the people around it and the car itself, um, and that didn't really exist in the nineteen eighties. Back, back in the day, know, yeah. So. Well, Bill, do you think it belongs in a museum? 
Um, I would like to see it freed. Yeah. I'd like to let it choose its own name. Mm. Uh, maybe Herbie X. Right. Like Malcolm X. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or do you think it's going to be like a civil rights leader or something? No, I'm not a civil rights leader, but definitely uh, a sort of, maybe not a leader, but like maybe somebody on the sidelines cheering the civil rights on. Yeah. Like a selector. Yeah. Or um, a coach. A, a sub. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, listen, I want to thank you all. I hope uh, the car can be uh, dug out and um, you'll be able to bring it up to the Hill of Tower for your next meeting maybe Dan well please God we don't touch it at all is what I would say yeah, and well, just before we go I'd like to say and raise a question that our listeners can leave with thinking yeah. what was Bill doing digging because I think he's secrets that he's keeping himself digging oh, on his day off I definitely do yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going wa- to deny that your wife's okay isn't she <laughs> she's grand yeah she, she, she knows at this stage she knows what she knows the crack okay all right thanks bill dan and alex for phoning it in if you want to support this podcast and get a full ad-free episode sign up to headstuff plus 